We're here on a very important, very auspicious uh, occasion. It is Thanksgiving Eve, night before Thanksgiving. And uh, it's time for the most dreaded event of the year, the oh, no. annual Thanksgiving taste test. <laughs> What's doing, McLean? Ever since I switched this plant-based diet with you last week, I can't open this tofurkey box. <laughs> As for me, I'm a real man. I eat meat and I beat my wife. <laughs> Gage has diverse tastes. <laughs> Alright, here's the deal here. We got ourselves... Uh, I don't want to buy a tofu, uh, yeah, tofurkey roast because you have to actually cook that or something. No, I'm sure you don't. <laughs> well, you don't have to cook it, but if you want to not gag when you eat it, I think you have uh, to cook it. I don't think that'll do it. <laughs> I don't think it helps. So I got these tofurkey plant-based deli slices oven roasted. It says... The idea here is there a replacement for the leftover sandwich because it says keep the day after Thanksgiving refrigerator raid going all year round. Ooh. Savory and satisfying. Ooh. Now before we try this, I do just want to make a, a good point of clarification. It does not matter what what tofurkey actually tastes like. I've never actually tried it. I've always just assumed it tastes terrible. But you will not be able to say I told you so because I do not not eat tofu because of taste reasons. I eat it on, I don't eat it, I avoid it for ethical and moral purposes. Yes, I am ethically against the consumption of plants. Yes. How about you, Kish? Um, if it tastes good, that's fine, but I'm not gonna make the switch. I'm not, See, here's I thing. will not be eating soy. I'm I, gonna bet you, this is, now this is a baseless claim, but I don't think any omnivore ever showed up to a Thanksgiving dinner with a vegan present, sniffed the air and said, you know, normally I don't eat tofu, but that smells tempting. I'm going to pick the vegan option. I prefer not to grow some memories. It's just weird, like, if you have the option between two things, and one is pretty good at being an imitation of the other, why would you ever pick that? <laughs> anyway. Because I, I care about your poor little animals. <laughs> Jake, there are a lot of ado right now, and I would like no further to have any of that. So why don't we just crack this puppy open? Yeah, let me get this here. I was just gonna... Uh, let me just... Hold on, hold on, hold on. I just need to point out a few things. This first. seems like a lot more ado. Second of all, soy has been shown four times on the back of the box. Oh, box. sick. And I think my favorite ingredient listed here is the um, Expeller Press Canola Oil. So, I, I understand... Like, I like the lemon juice concentrate myself. The vital wheat gluten and water? <laughs> Pretty good. I just don't understand, like, um... When you, when you buy this, like... What's the face value, like initial cost, and then what's the cost of having to go shop in the big and tall section of clothing stores? Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. you got so many muscles when you're <laughs> No. Actually, you also have to shop in the few women's intimate section as well. Because <laughs> all those men's clothing, the arms are so baggy on my skinny pencil. My name is Mackenzie. <laughs> now, now, I should point out, now, this does have... Thir or five grams, no, sorry, 13 grams of protein in each serving. Now, of course, this is kind of like how um, with carbohydrates, you have to subtract the dietary fiber and sugar alcohols. With soy protein, you have to subtract all of it because it doesn't actually count and will just go straight to your chest. <laughs> uh, yeah. For so your pack like muscles, half the, right? It has half the, half the protein of turkey, but protein's in quotation marks because it's soy protein. We call this protein. <laughs> Now, there's three servings in here. We have the three of us, and then Colton here is our studio audience out here yes. in the living room. So. All right. I'm going to crack this bad boy. There's no cholesterol in this. Do you need someone to hold the mic or somebody else open the package? Honestly, I need something to set the mic on. <laughs> Put it on my leg. Just <laughs> slip it in the top there. Slip it in Gage's toe. Here we go. Oh, boy. 
All right, and Gage's toe casting. By the way, Gage broke his leg. I don't know. Sweaty. I don't know if we mentioned, but Gage has a giant cast and a little uh, screw the thing well, that he hops around boot. on. It's been boot. mentioned on Westbrook's. It has, but I don't think we've really gone into detail about this scooter. Okay, we got the package open. All right, we are met with a plastic package. I'm going to admit, it doesn't look appetizing so far. It's yeah, just it's, a lump of brown it's stuff. Very, it's, it's got a very dead brown gray color to if, it. If I didn't know any better, I would say it's roast beef, but uh, no beige. <laughs> look at that color cage. <laughs> Does that look like any roast beef you've ever don't seen? Don't threaten me with that. Okay. <laughs> Now, I should point out that this is, this packaging was made with recycled materials and low VOC inks recycle it, says the package. Oh, let's give this thing the sniff test. I can't, I didn't smell anything. Oh. <laughs> what do you think? I'm trying to remember what that smells like. Um, it's like, it's like regular deli turkey on stale bread. Like stale wheat bread? No, no, no. It basically it smells like a like the cubed ham you get in. Hold on, uh, hold on. You put all no, of wait, that wait, on wait. your nose. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Jake's got, Jake's got the scent. Jake's, Jake's, Jake's got the scent here. It smells like a. It smells like that spicy brown mustard, oh, but no. very weak. No. It smells like the fake meat that would be in like a canned soup. <laughs> okay, all right, fine. Now they say every. Every uh, flavor tells a story, and what we're about to experience is a fifth grade book report. Jake's getting a lot of, lot of oils uh, on his hands. This is all vegetable oil. Okay. Let's peel off the slice. <laughs> I don't need a full slice, maybe just a half. I'm suddenly realizing I don't like this idea. It does not slice very well, does it? I don't... Uh, okay. Yeah, here, I'll just give you some. Uh, right. Here you go, Gabe. <laughs> a healthy serving. That looks like two slices. <laughs> so dead feeling. Colin, you want in on this? Yo. Colin, we're not doing Colin, this because it's going to be a good experience. This is supposed to taste like garbage. Well, hey, let's not bias ourselves. Let's not, hold on. I'm going to peel off this. This is sort of like in, a, like in an alien movies where they encounter some yeah. weird species and it's so the foreign to them. That's this what I feel a, like this is. Okay. This is uh, imitation meat, Colin. This is I guess you go first. You can talk. Wait. We're doing it at the same time, aren't we? No, one okay. by one, we're gonna get reactions. Uh, one important question: Was this that? filled with COVID? No, I think no, it's just soy. Oh, so I won't die. Thank. Okay, Gage, what is it? <laughs> Open mouth chew. You have a bucket here to puke it if you need to. I don't need to puke. It's just initially as planned, and then it just tastes like some stuffy, weird, grainy flavor that almost is reminiscent of overbaked beans. Oh. And it's just the texture, it's just so Probably need to change fake. That I mean, it basically is a bean and wheat patty. Yeah, not even close to deli turkey. Because I, I love a good oh, deli turkey meat. Alright, okay, let me, let me try it now. Oh, God. Got it all over my hands now. <laughs> Jake has a visceral reaction. Oh. It's hanging out of his mouth. You don't need like to spit this out. It's not that bad. a mouse's tail. No, I don't like it. You don't have to like it, but don't spit it out. That's baby talk, man. I don't want to swallow it. He doesn't want it. that soy. Just put it down. Dude, it's, it's going to be faster to swallow it than it is to spit it <laughs> I out. I don't want to swallow it. Just swallow. <laughs> it's not that bad. I don't like the cake. Chew, chew, chew. Gulp, gulp, gulp. <laughs> That's how it works. Oh, my goodness. I don't like this. You're being a baby. <laughs> I am not. Just swallow, dude. It's not that bad. 
he's home and he's getting the shivers. I hate it. I hate that taste. Okay. Now let me. Okay, I'm not even. Gage I'm not is going in for seconds. I'm just trying to figure out what I feel like it let me, tastes like. All right. Because yeah, I don't know actually done. what's in this. What let it's me made go in. Oh, I'm done. Colton, do you want I'm to? Not, I'm not even <laughs> trying to be funny. I hate that. I hate that. Okay. I hate that. Tastes like turkey if it was like really moldy. Yeah, I wanted it to be more disgusting than it is, but it's also not good. So, I mean, well, like, COVID might have dulled your taste. <laughs> that I felt every bit of that. You're you looking know. at your hands like you just killed somebody. It's like in Macbeth when he's when he sees a bloody dagger in front of him. <laughs> I know. It's not bad. I the texture it. is really bad. The texture is the worst part. The flavor is okay. But, like, it's really salty. Oh, wait. How much sodium is in this? This it this tastes like split pieces. 350 milligrams no, of sodium. No, it yes, it does. No, this ta- no, this tastes like the, the cubes of chicken in yes. Campbell's chicken noodle no, no, soup. No, no, it tastes like the bits of meat that's in the split pieces. Yeah. Well, uh, let me see that package. Let me see it tastes like this. fake meat that you find in Campbell's soup. That's because it's all salt. Okay, that makes sense. Colton, try it. Salt There's got to be like peas and stuff. Colton's trying to do 350 milligrams. Well, that is a ton. That's worse than spam. Yeah, well, they got oh, it. Colton's going in all at once. I guess that's how they try to fake the meat taste. It's just hey, cram it this full was, of salt. This was made with love in Oregon. This grew up right next to you. Yeah, thank you. you. Jake was made in love in Oregon. What do you think, Colton? I mean, that's that's I thought it was made with soy. I would rather die of COVID than to eat this again. <laughs> a yeah, little extreme. Good, I think I'd rather eat this. It's also like very dry. It's not for Sandwich no. fanatics, we get you. Dreamers of crusty bread. Who wants to eat crusty bread? They're all wrong here. No, it's, this is that. I was telling you about this the other day. This is that uh, condescending stuff they had to put on packaging. You're you're makers of awesome. We celebrate you. Yeah, but like I just don't understand who's eating crusty I'm bread a on a sandwich. Time. I'm having a hard time manipulating it in my mouth and getting getting myself to swallow. It sticks. I think why I had such a bad reaction to it was I was legitimately expecting it to taste like meat, and it it tasted like s- just something really salty and disgusting. It tastes like the chicken in Campbell's chicken noodle soup. Yeah, you're right. I think you're right, and that's just because of the salt. Oh, I mean, you s- you put enough oh salt God. in there, and you'll hide anything. But the I good news is, though. I have a fruity cereal Kit Kat here to wash it down straight from the Winifred <laughs> Cumberbuns. <laughs> Now, <laughs> when the red cummerbunds. May I interest Winko. you? In, hey, may I interest you in a flaming hot Cheeto? I could go for some. Well, I'll be honest, Gabe. I got to get that taste of. My hands are sticky now. <laughs> it's just, oh my goodness! They love this noise. The people love it. That was so bad. I would like to take the fat seat. <laughs> nah. Okay. Well, I got to get that taste out of my mouth somehow. Oh, these are flaming. I always underestimate flaming hot Cheetos. They always come to kill me. They come straight for my head. There's maybe look flaming hot Cheetos, maybe total fat and food carbs, but they still taste better than tofu. I got you. Not vegan. Okay. Now the real question is. Was the tofu better or worse than the candy corn lip from last year? (laughs) Better. I'd rather try the candy corn again, man. Oh, the, the candy, candy corn, corn was so bad. I, I just it's remember Some that. of the candy corn tasted good, though. No. Okay. I forgot that the candy corn was a thing until you just said that, and now I want to dome myself. Look, I will never eat the carrot one or the green bean one again. <laughs> but, like, that cranberry sauce one mm. wasn't too bad. I Maybe I should say. rephrase the question. 
Which had a better imitation turkey flavor, the candy corn or the tofu? The candy corn. I can legitimately say the candy corn tasted more like turkey. I don't know if I'd be able to actually eat any of that candy corn again. The roasted turkey Pringles tasted more like turkey than tofu. I remember having those. Jake had them himself. Why doesn't why don't they just eat roasted turkey Pringles? It's the same thing, but it tastes better. It's also not sweet. It's also just plants. I think the tofu opened up my taste buds. I can taste these hot Cheetos clearer than ever. I can taste the distinctive flavor of jalapeno in them. Tofu's the cure for COVID? All I'm saying is, like, these Cheetos do have buttermilk in them, so these are not vegan. None of this is an animal product. <laughs> oh, man. Jake's going in. Every Cheeto you eat, another baby cow dies. There's something about the flaming Hot Cheetos. I hate them. They're... They are tortured oh, in my mouth. Dude, they're, they're yeah, made with real that's, cheese. That's why people... Flamin' Hot is addictive. I was working on these for a while. Oh, yeah. It releases so, the chemicals in your brain, the feel-good chemicals. As long as I'm eating them, it's fine, but once I stop, that's when it, that's when it burns. Yeah. Keep shuffling them in, man. Now I've started, I can't stop. All right, well. If only we had some great journalistic writing to take a... Not that we're here. our minds off. Guys, we're playing right into Chester Cultured Cheese's hands. Not that we're here. Uh, Thanksgiving's tomorrow, guys. You know the holiday with the turkey and the football. Thanksgiving is in five minutes. Eight minutes. My bad. Interesting. Well, now what's the, what's the tradition on, on Thanksgiving that happens every year, but playing? Uh, the parade. Good. The football. There we go. Yes, you don't have a thought, love for the I thought we were going to do a bit where we, where we just kept saying things that were wrong. The genocide. The genocide. The genocide. You know, that happens every year. I need some water. According to Bill Maher, according to Mr. Bill Maher, a legitimate person who I take many, uh, many tips from. Was this on The Real Time on HBO? I think so. His elitist network. <laughs> Detroit News. Bill Maher didn't feel like sticking to politics on Real Time with Bill Maher Friday night. The comedian slash politician commentator. That's such a great mix of words. Comedian slash politician commentator. <laughs> oh, exactly. To be a politician, you had to be in politics, not just around it. Mixed in some pointed commentary He's a on sports. Commentator. Particularly the Detroit Lions stronghold of playing football on Thanksgiving. Let's end the tradition where one of the football teams on Thanksgiving has to be the Lions for an important reason. Pretending that this is a must-see game... Blah, blah. It's Why hard. you sound kind of like Bill Maher? It's hard to tell Uncle Phil. I'd love to learn more about how the Rothschilds are microchipping Trump supporters, but the Lions are on. He's gullible, but he's not that gullible. So his joke is that nobody cares about the Lions, so we should just not watch it. So he, now it's sort of a joke, but then people took it up and actually started running with it as a legitimate hot take. Yeah, it's the funny though because the origins of the Thanksgiving the Thanksgiving Day game were that the Lions had a terrible attendance record, one of the worst in the league back in the thirties, forties, or whatever, and so they um, they started playing games on Thanksgiving to people get people to actually come to the stadium and come to the stands. And now it's funny because this is the only prime time game that the Lions get because they're bad and I don't think we should take that from them. It's not even a prime time game. It's always at ten a.m. Yeah, but it's. Here's my it's prime time because it's the only game on in that slot. Here's, here's the thing about Thanksgiving games. I don't want any team that I actually care about to play on Thanksgiving because they're going to have a sad note to the holiday if they lose. I don't know. The last time the Patriots played, we got the butt fumble. That is true. That is true. But according to Yahoo Sports, is the time to boot the Lions out of Thanksgiving. 
They're the NFL's only winless team this season. They won a four teams never to reach the Super Bowl. The last time they won a playoff game, Roseanne was America's most watched sitcom, and Michael Jackson topped the pop charts. <laughs> The Detroit Lions have been sewing up for so long that it begs the question, why does the NFL insist on force-feeding them to a national audience each Thanksgiving instead of replacing them with a bigger draw? Why can't the league find a more compelling matchup to kick off Thursday's holiday triple header than the wretched Lions hosting the nearly as woeful Chicago Bears? That was actually the first Thanksgiving game was the Lions and Bears. Yeah, yeah I don't get it, because like, the whole thing is, the joke is we all go around and watch the Lions lose on Thanksgiving. It's tradition. Yeah. Yeah, but the the colors of Honolulu blue and silver on the Lions uniform is as iconic as uh, orange and black in Halloween or red and green uh, yeah. for Christmas. The TV executives they interviewed all said that the NFL has a good reason for this. Watching football is so ingrained in the culture of Thanksgiving that the NFL's annual holiday tripleheader generates massive viewership no matter the quality of the matchups. I'm not watching a Thanksgiving game because I think it's going to be a good game. I'm no. watching because it's Thanksgiving and there's football. <laughs> and, and the thing is, most of the good teams don't want to play those short, weak matchups because it gives them less time to prepare, so it makes sense to just give it to the bad teams. Former vice president of CBS said, You don't want to take a great matchup and put it in the Lions slot because there's no reason to. You're not going to do much bigger numbers on Thanksgiving with a better matchup. The audience that's going to watch football is already there. It's like the whole people decide with their... With their eyes or whatever. You know, people vote with their eyeballs. People are watching the game. So no matter how many listicles or crappy op-ed articles you write about how we should change the lines or turn the lines off, people are still watching it. It's still, like they said, the most viewed game. To verify this point, look no further than last Thanksgiving. None of the four teams who played had winning records, yet Washington's throttling of Dallas was 2020's most-watched regular season game, and Houston's victory over Detroit produced the fourth most viewers. The ratings tell a similar story in previous seasons. No fewer than 24.7 million viewers watched the Lions play on any Thanksgiving from 2016 to 2019. That game drew the fourth most viewers of any regular season contest in three of those four years, produced the second largest regular season audience in 2018, when Chicago rallied in the fourth quarter to edge Detroit by a touchdown. It's the perfect type of game to talk with your family over, even though Bill Maher has this crazy uncle talking about Trump supporters. It's the perfect game that you can watch, because watching football is part of Thanksgiving, but you don't have to pay that much attention to. Yeah, and also, um, uh, it's not like people aren't even showing up in person to watch the games on Thanksgiving, because it's inconvenient. The Thanksgiving Day game for the Lions is literally their only sellout yeah, crowd every there's year. A, there's, there's like this guy and his daughter who show up every year dressed as pilgrims, and they're like the... Mascots that day. Fortunately, they couldn't show up last year because there were no fans. No, no. But um, it's just there's. I don't know. I think the I, NFL knows that there are certain days that are going to get a great number no matter what. You don't have to use your best matchup on opening night. You don't have to use your best matchup on Thanksgiving, and you don't have to use it on Christmas. Those are days when you want to put a good game on, and certainly, the NFL would prefer if the Lions were good. But you can put anything on those windows and do pretty well. I just, I think it's kind of cheap, or it's it. You've lost a lot of focus on why you watch football because a lot of people just watch games that are of consequence and they can't enjoy just a regular football game for the sake of it. 
Yeah. The Lions owe their status as a Thanksgiving stable to a former team owner's marketing savvy. In 1934, radio executive George Albert Richards purchased the Portsmouth, Ohio Spartans, moved the team to the Motor City, and renamed them the Detroit Lions. He hatched the idea to host the reigning NFL champion Chicago Bears on Thanksgiving in order to drum up interest. A season-high crowd poured into the University Stadium to watch the 10-1 Lions and 11-0 Bears battle for first place in Jake, the NFL West. again? What do you say the Lions record was? That doesn't sound right. They were the Portsmouth Spartans. It doesn't sound right. You, you said the Lions record there. I think, oh. you, I think you might have misspoke. The claim this was in uh, 1934. This uh, one they had Bobby Lane. Well, no, he was like the 50s, McLean. At Gage. Was he? <laughs> Bobby Lane was in the 50s. I, I, he's the only uh, Lions player I know. Yeah. Anyway, uh... Richard negotiated with NBC Radio to have this, this, the game carried nationwide and announces Graham McNamee and Don Wilson behind the microphone. Oh, Jack Wilson. Benny announces Don Wilson announced the first Lions Thanksgiving game. That's what I like to hear. And as with all good Living Room West Bros episodes, this one has the clock in the background. Praise up. Though the Bears rallied for a 19-16 victory in the route to an undefeated regular season, the Lions launched the tradition of Thanksgiving football in Detroit. The Lions have since hosted a Thanksgiving game every year, except for except during World War II. The Cowboys began playing on Thanksgiving in 1966 when blah blah blah. The NFL in 2006 added a third primetime game featuring different teams My only each beef year. is having to watch the Cowboys every year, but that stems directly from not liking the Cowboys. But fortunately, they do have a habit of losing. So, yeah. CBS used to never ask for a great AFC team to pit against the Cowboys. He felt the always relevant Cowboys would draw eyeballs regardless. And there was no need to burn Cowboys versus Steelers because that game is perfectly situated to do well some other day. He would be correct. Um, like, you wouldn't put Buccaneers-Patriots as the Thanksgiving game. Look, on Thanksgiving... You need to. Well, that's the point is on Thanksgiving, you don't want a game that you really care about on TV. Yeah, but, like, they're still... There's background noise. Like, uh, the NFL, or the Cowboys started playing on Thanksgiving. Also, I forget what decade it was, but they started playing on Thanksgiving. 60s, so, I just yeah, said. I wasn't paying attention to you. <laughs> um, uh, but the Cowboys started doing it, so now they play a game every year, and the NFL just added the third matchup um, very recently. Yeah, 2006, so, like I just said. Again, I was not listening to you. Okay. So, um, you can have games that are of consequence. Like that, uh, today or tomorrow the Bills and Lions, or not the Bills and Lions, but the Bills and Saints are playing, and then the Raiders Cowboys. So those are two decent matchups. So give the Lions their share. You know what I'm saying? The Lions share, if you will. There's been some noodling around with banishing the Lions from Thanksgiving, but for the most part, the idea has never gotten out of the gate. Um, count on the Lions remaining a Thanksgiving staple for many years to come, whether they're a playoff contender or not. But this is probably one of the worst takes. You know, okay, so here's the thing about journalism. You can go to any tweet on Twitter, scroll down, find the negative replies, and turn that into an article. No, you can go to any tweet on Twitter and turn that into an article, but yeah. yeah. Jimmy Trainier, writing for the Sports Illustrated. Writing, quote, unquote. Sports Illustrated says, fans have a blast oh, mocking oh, NFL. It is 12.01 a.m. It is officially Thanksgiving Turkey Day, ladies and gents. Tea Day. I am proud to I'm announce glad. the arrival of another Thanksgiving Day well, in this great nation of ours. Well, we had Gentlemen. this Westbrook's episode because we wanted to make sure Turkey Day came in with no surprises. Turkey we Watch 2021. To, Turkey Watch 2021. We wanted to make sure that Thanksgiving came in on time and that everything went well. So it looks like we've accomplished our mission. Let's give Westbrook's a big a, a round of applause. Hold. Thank you, thank you. There you go. All right. Yeah, that's not, that's not, um, I would I would like to humbly request all of our listeners to rise and shine 
it is turkey time. Yes. Jack. And also give West Bros a five-star review on iTunes. <laughs> Please, we need it. Come on, man. It's all we have. Please, as I, man. As I was saying about this tweet, fans have a blast mocking NFL for promoting the Bears-Lions game. So, by the way, promoting apparently just means you tweeted about it once. Yeah. I'm not going to rant about how the Lions playing on Thanksgiving isn't cute or funny anymore and how the NFL is doing a disservice to its fans by keeping this dumb tradition alive. I did that last year. (laughs) There's a link I'll click on that in a minute. The fact is, no matter how bad the Lions are, the game will still generate around 25 million viewers because America's addicted to the NFL. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot Tim the the Destroyer boy is going to start. Who's Tim Boyle? No um, one knows either. It's really funny. No, no, I think uh, I think the other guy's actually starting. Huh? No, it's Boyle. No, Not I'm Jared pretty sure Jerry Goff is starting. Jerry Goff is injured. Yeah, but I think they said they just said he's clear for tomorrow. Really? That's gonna be even funnier. <laughs> Why is Jerry Goff that bad? Oh, planning to start for the Bills. Yeah, you're right. Oh, well, now go. the Lions have a chance to win the game. That's lame. <laughs> okay, so what, first off, let me let me just say for tomorrow's today's I should say his matchup. Chicago's currently a three point favorite uh, against the Lions with a sixty point one percent chance to win, according to ESPN's Football Power Index. The Raiders in Dallas. Dallas is a seven point five favorite uh, with a seventy five point one percent chance to win, and the Bills are currently a six point five point <laughs> favorite over the Saints. With a 61.7% oh, chance to win. Oh, coming up. It's coming back to kick your butt. It hurt all those okay. mean things you said about it. Sorry. Anyway, the league isn't going to change things, so now we'll be treated to a matchup between the 3-7 and seven Bears, led by Andy Dalton, and the 0-9 Lions, led by, well, apparently Jared Goff. Not hey, well, they forgot the tie. They're 0-9-1. <laughs> Earlier today, the NFL's Twitter account tried to get fans fired up for this pig of a game. Literally all they said was, NFC North rivals clash to kick off week 12. Chicago versus Detroit on Thanksgiving. That's literally (laughs) all they said. But because there were negative replies, this guy was like, fine, yes, Yes. I'm getting paid today. (laughs) Yes, I've got something to write about. Dude, I wish Brian was studying. I'm writing again. (laughs) (laughs) So he said, literally the rest of the article is just swing caps and tweets. Cass Anderson says, it's been blah blah days since the Lions won the playoff game. Why does the NFL subject us to this? Tweet from Cody. It's just a picture of an old man holding Pepto-Bismol. Is that Dick Vitale? I don't know. It's just an old dude holding Pepto-Bismol. Good one. That's a pretty good one. This this is a, a gif of a man sleeping. Oh, oh Stanley from The Office. An office it's it's pretty funny. Jim. All right. Um, funny show, I, yes. funny content. Yep. Uh, did you see the chili episode? I don't think you saw the chili. He dropped the chili on <laughs> the carpet. The, I, hate that. I hate that. I he had a giant that. pot of chili. Yeah, maybe this guy, big horse of chili. Playing. Shut up. He dropped don't it. talk to me about the office. Horace says, what a graphic. I'll talk to my aunts and uncles this year. <laughs> maybe, you know. The graphic is just a picture you know of the players. If anything, so this is a reason why we need the Lions to play on Thanksgiving. So this person can, will actually talk to So. Horace Wangmanger will actually talk to his family. This Gardner Minshew Stan account says, live look at the graphic designer that they had to make this. It's, it's just another a picture of a guy game. crying. It's another office Hey, game. wait, but he was a Gardner Minshew Stan account. I don't, I, I don't, why are they making fun of the, the gra- it's just a picture of the guys, like what? It's you know the matchup. You know what's real funny about this? So? Is that every single person replying it's to bad. this tweet 
cares enough about the NFL that you know every single person replying to this tweet will in fact be watching this game tomorrow. Emotionally constipated panda. This is, I'm glad this tweet was included in the article. It says, this game should be later. I can't be drunk enough to watch these awful teams play at 1230. That's good. I drink a lot. That's the joke. I'm sad. <laughs> Rust says, this game is disgusting. That was a sick burn. I'm glad you included well, You got to pat out the rest of the article to get, yeah. you know, to get the full, uh, earn your full wage today. Uh, Donald Ray, whoever runs NFL Twitter has their work cut out for them. Good luck hyping this up. Okay. Just Mike says, I'd almost rather talk to my family. Okay, so again. <laughs> I hate my relatives. Again, if anything, we're, we're finding a lot about the people that uh, are replying to this. More than we are about the NFL. Can I just have a, a quick uh, quick tangent? First, but first, <laughs> Murphy O'Brien says, Good Lord, I'll have to be drunk before 1 o'clock on Thanksgiving so I can pretend to enjoy this. I drink a lot and I hate my family. Sorry, yes, Mom. I just wanted to say that um, last week the line started Tim Boyle at quarterback. And in college, Tim Boyle completed less than half of his passes and threw one touchdown to 13 interceptions throughout his entire collegiate career. And so I just think it's kind of sad that he doesn't get to play on Thanksgiving. How does a thing like that happen? You never know. Uh, Dad always says that someone who plays for the Lions usually gets paralyzed on Thanksgiving. He wrote more. He wrote more. Okay, after that long thread of tweets, he actually wrote more to the article. Are you expecting me to scroll all the way through that and read the rest of it? Okay, so I forgot that was a point one. Here's point two. Don't be surprised if he's hiding a lot of stuff in it. Wait, that was point... (laughs) Wait, this is a listicle? (laughs) Apparently... The first part of the listicle, which is the long thread of tweets. Point two, speaking of Thanksgiving, Tom Brady told Oprah this week that it's the one day of the year he puts the TV12 method on hold and eats what he wants. Okay? Is that it? Number three, the Chiefs' win against the Cowboys last Sunday was the most watching the football game. What is this? What Not, even is this about Thanksgiving anymore? No, it's just random stuff about... Most of you are seeing the shocking video of a fan attacking Seth Rollins. <laughs> During Monday Night Raw? Okay. I don't... The latest SI Media podcast features a conversation with one You're way off the rails here, man. What are you writing? Uh, Random video of the day. It did Thanksgiving episodes better than any other show. No matter where you stand on Friends, you have to. What is this? This is the worst article I've ever read. Wait, no, I want to watch the Friends clip. I know you do, Gage. I've never seen an episode and I never want to. Gage watches Friends whenever he gets sick. It's true. Okay, did anyone ever tell your life was going to be that way? Your job's a joke, you're broke, and your love life is dead on arrival. LOL, that's me. That is so relatable. <laughs> huh, look at this situational comedy. I wish I had five friends of a similar age who actually liked me. If only I had five young and attractive friends, too. If only there was a coffee shop below my apartment. Or if only I had an apartment. If only, if only I, could I could afford, afford an apartment in New York City. In, in were they in New York? Yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah, figures. Hey, you know, you know something good. <laughs> Can you name three friends? I'll give you my entire bag of Chandler. That's one. Uh, Ross. Yes. No. One more, and you get the entire bag of Cheetos. Dude, I can't name one more. <laughs> Dude, please. So wait, 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 what was the quote? What's the quote? Um, the relaxed guy. Again, I've never seen an episode. Somebody says Haven't relax. Have you seen the memes? Freddy? No, that's just the shirt that somebody wears. That's a reference oh. to another thing. It's Frankie Say Relax. Okay. 
But well, I can't count. name a third friend. It was game. Ross, weren't it? Okay. No cheaters for you, big dog. Sorry. Who were the oh. other friends, Gabe? Ross, Rachel, Joey, Chandler, Monica, and Phoebe. Gabe, you have such a low opinion of you right now. That's okay. That's why I didn't say anything. <laughs> McLean knows them all, and he knows he's a Ross. <laughs> Did you take the quiz? Sure. <laughs> Gage, how are the Thanksgiving episodes? Huh? The Thanksgiving episodes oh, for Friends no. are sad because, like, they don't like Thanksgiving and they end up just... Friendsgiving. Oh, that's depressing. Thought it was really funny, the episode where she got a turkey ah, stuck on her head. She put a turkey on her head and danced She put it. a turkey on her head and then danced. Provocatively with the turkey on her Gage head. Gage thought that was top tier comedy. I was guffawing. He told me that that was funny. Kill me. I said that as a joke. McClendon. No. So, anyway. Okay, I think the Sports Illustrated Writers Room, first of all, sidetrack, sports media, full of gaming. Mm, Gotta admit. Gaming. They're gaming. <laughs> They're just gaming all day. <laughs> They're just playing Halo. They got all the gay, but none of the murder to be a gamer. The thing is, the Lions do have historical success. It's just it was 60 years ago. <laughs> I type in Thanksgiving. McLean, I type in Thanksgiving. I hit news. First two results. You must save the day. What is Thanksgiving to indigenous people? A day of mourning. Next result from The Guardian one hour ago. The gooey overlay of sweetness over genocide. The myth of the first Thanksgiving. These are all fresh, aren't they? Yeah. Only the freshest takes. I think this time of year, McLean, I think it's best to adopt a myopic, depressed worldview that just rots in the back of my brain like a tumor. I can't understand why people like winter. I'm depressed the entire time. All of these things to giving takes are just like somebody control C, control V, you know, copy paste somebody's senior thesis from like 10 years ago. No, if they put into one of those algorithms that change the wording of articles. Ah. That's what, that's my theory is like there are 10 articles and then that's, they just hit All right, guys, published nine hours ago, article by Slate. Do I want to click on this? It says... How the Berenstain Bears Thanksgiving book became the bane of my existence. I think this could be a good article. Okay. I'm not convinced, but I'm willing to be proven wrong. In Thanksgiving Blessings... This is by Rebecca Onion, by the way. In Thanksgiving Blessings... The history of bear country is a mess of faith and freedom, fairy tales, and kids can't get enough. Last year, around this time... Last year, I gave you my heart. But the very next day, you gave it away. Sorry. This year, I'll give it to someone special. <laughs> Not like you. Okay, I think I know. Okay, so you know how the Berenstain Bears got uh, passed on to the kid, the, the the son of the people who had it, and he made them more like Christian? No, I don't know the history of the Berenstain no. Bears. Well, that's no. what, so, so Stan and Jan Berenstain died. The son took the brand on, and he started writing the books, and the, the, they're more Was like his a... his name Berenstain? Yeah. Mike Berenstain. I had no idea. Yeah, anyway, so when he starts writing them and he starts giving them more like Christian morals and stuff to make them over like a Christian kids book series. Mama Bear said Sister Bear should not get an abortion. <laughs> <laughs> so this lady, this lady is upset. I write to you today, fellow parents, to explain and to issue a warning. Steer clear of Thanksgiving blessings unless you like breaking your brain every autumn trying to explain toxic patriotism to a little person who just likes Sister Bear's blouse. I have to explain toxic patriotism to my daughter. Sit down. <laughs> you need to listen. To my little person. Child. I'm skipping over a lot of the junk. Um, 
the junk is the best part. No, the junk, the, like the fluff about the, I, but I loved it so much as a child. I loved this series. Blah blah blah. Let's see here. I used to eat meat. Blah 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 get to the important part blah 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 oh she's complaining about the guy who wrote it he's so Christian he's trying to force his faith on people come on blah 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 I don't I can't oh okay okay finally 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 there are other Thanksgiving blessings she's recapping the book this is like halfway through the article Papa says this blessings to remember. For instance, the blessings of faith and freedom. Papa tells the story of Bear Country in three two-page spreads. The first spread is labeled Faith and Freedom. The pilgrim bears land in Bear Country long ago, seeking the land where they could worship God and freedom. There are native bears who give them food and share them the great feast. So far, I can see why this is a problem. <laughs> the next spread, Peace the and Plenty, is the history of colonial America as told through Bear Country. Um... There was war and suffering, but peace came. The next spread was work and play, 19th century, 1930s themed spread. That's the history of bear country. What? What is her problem? You see, the thing is, they just sort of modified American history. They'd be, be like, oh, this is what it was like in the. But, you know, bear ports swapped for airports, that kind of thing. And also, it's bear genocide now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Bear small <laughs> Okay, guys. Machitos are coming back up. The problem with this kind of kid history is not just that it's wrong. They didn't talk about genocide once in this kid's book. <laughs> but that the nature of its wrongness is hard to convey to the intended audience. It's almost like you made it up. Go ahead. Try to explain why what I've described is so bad when the child who's listening isn't old enough to care. Maybe it's because it's not... It's not what it's not as bad as you think it is. You lunatic. I just think it's ridiculous to say like, "Oh, we shouldn't let children believe in a, like an idealized version of history," and then teach them about the real history that happened <coughs> when they're older. You find yourself explaining what your understanding of the actual historical situation is, then returning to what's on the page and pointing out why it's a mess. You can't help but add a bit of your, your understanding of why a writer might dwell on the idea of freedom and describing the meaning of Thank Thanksgiving. You. It was all about resistance to the New Deal. <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> huh? You lost me. Guys, Thanksgiving was about resistance to the New Deal. Are you telling me that, t- <laughs> that, my- <laughs> that the bear... That- Don't get me wrong. Wait a minute. I'm no student of history, but I'm pretty sure those are two events are separated. <laughs> no, I just gotta... I- did this lady try to explain... Franklin Delano Roosevelt's domestic policy to her eight-year-old. Are you kidding me? <laughs> FDR was a communist, but that, that point aside, that, Thanksgiving was all about resistance to the New Deal. <laughs> That's a take I wasn't expecting to hear. It's just incredible. <laughs> Does she further elaborate, or do we have to read another of her articles? <laughs> Oh, no, she just sent it by saying she's so freaking angry that her kid wants her to read her Thanksgiving blessings. Uh-huh. Wait, isn't part, of, isn't part of their ideology recognizing privilege? Isn't that what Man, blessings are? She's right. If I was a little person, I'd be a lot more interested in the blouse and this bullcrap. <laughs> All right. Hey, even as an adult, I'm She leaked an article, by the way, by Lawrence Glickman. The fruits of their labors. How Thanksgiving became a free enterprise. I thought you said Glickman as like a joke name. Yeah, no, that's his name. 
Google Thanksgiving and free enterprise, and you'll find links to articles on conservative websites with titles like Thanksgiving to Celebration the Free Enterprise, How Communism Almost Ruined the First Thanksgiving. What are you talking about? These pieces are products of decades of myth-making, begun before the internet was even the Clinton Algor's eye. We need to replace the Lions game, so that way I'll have a reason not to talk to my uncle about how communists almost ruined the first Thanksgiving. <laughs> Dude, every time every so, time I sit down at the dinner table, it's always Thanksgiving, socialism, and free enterprise. Okay, so they're mad that conservatives bring up that pilgrims went to Plymouth with the utopian vision of holding property in common, but after being mugged by the reality of two years of poor harvest and starvation, they abandoned collectivism for capitalist individualism. The lesson of... The, these articles conclude in roughly the same way. The lesson of the first Thanksgiving with the socialism doesn't work. To understand how Thanksgiving became a conservative touchstone. So this person's still just annoyed at articles that came out 10 years ago. <laughs> and he's just trying to write a rebuttal Too to many them. people are against communism, and now I hate the Bernstein Bears. They misconstrued the history of the Plymouth Settlement. Blah, blah, blah. The Pilgrims did complain a lot, but they did more as unhappy shareholders of a corporation than as victims of communism. The accuracy of these histories matters. So too does how and why this reading of the Pilgrims as repentant socialists and diehard free enterprisers like converts from communism emerge. The narrative of free enterprise Thanksgiving was a proxy skirmish in the battle between conservatives and New Deal liberalists. Man, go outside. Wait a minute. No, 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 no. I want to know how the New Deal plays into the way Thanksgiving was basically a corporate holiday. This article is like Inception, dude. We started talking about started talking about the Bernstein Bears. This is a different so argument. No, the this guy's deal. So this guy's argument was in the '30s, conservatives said, "Hey, actually, um, the Pilgrims." Conservatives were arguing against the New Deal by saying the Pilgrims were repentant socialists because they realized that communism didn't work, and so they doubled down on Thanksgiving as a holiday that was anti-communist. Hold on. Are we are we reading a different article here? Yes. Okay. We do it. Oh no! <laughs> so it's not that it's not that different. No, it's down the rabbit hole. So that's way, I'm crushing these flaming hot cheetos. So apparently, theories of blah 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 bust up my guts, dude. Oh, okay. this oh. person, oh, this nice. person. Oh God! When Franklin Roosevelt moved up the Thanksgiving holiday schedule, the blah 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 blah. blah. Uh, oh, she goes into why. So, um, FDR moved to Thanksgiving up a week to extend the Christmas shopping well, yeah, season. Yeah, I knew that, but that wasn't the first Thanksgiving. Hey, do you guys think that we uh, got out of the Great Depression through Franklin Deal, uh, Franklin Roosevelt's New Deal and his alphabet agencies? No. Or was it the start of the war? I think it was the, the uh, war economy, war, yeah. Gage. Mm. I don't think it was his communism that helped us. Well, I'm just saying, he got elected in 1933. I don't think it was his pointless like public service projects at all that helped. I can well, I think, uh, you know, it gave Americans jobs. It's I think spending taxpayer dollars and then paying people 10 cents a day to build a worthless dam didn't work. Ah, uh, this think piece is just too dry. But then why did the, why did the people vote for him so many times? Is it the You're ranting right. about Norman Rockwell? They're yes, ranting about... Right. The majority is always right, Gage. There's nothing in our constitution about freedom from one and freedom from fear. You know who the else got lucky the in freedom. Hitler. The argument that Hitler the Pilgrims... did a good job until he started, you know, genociding people. The Side argument note, that the Pilgrims... I must Pilgrims, interrupt this West Rose okay, to say Dad says quiet down. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, so in the 40s, conservatives were arguing that the Pilgrims were, were anti... Were, learned that communism failed, and that's why they celebrate Thanksgiving. And so the Pilgrims would have been anti-New Deal. And so now he's saying that the only reason we celebrate Thanksgiving now is because a bunch of conservatives in the 40s didn't like communism. Mm -hmm. 
go so the hell outside. <laughs> Touch some grass. I need you to eat some eat some tofurkey. <laughs> eat some grass. Let that grass inside you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Blah 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 blah. This dude's turning this this dumb little. Look at this. Look at how long this is. Do you actually have time to sit through and read this garbage <laughs> if you're not just completely steeped in, terms in the, of effort, in the in liberal like, college? In terms of like actual writing, this is the opposite of a listicle, and yet somehow just as worthful. Just as worthless. A free enterprise Thanksgiving narrative depicted Roosevelt's four freedoms as a prime example of collective blah, 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 blah. There's a lot at stake in that debate. Do all American families deserve a November Thursday off or just some who've earned their cranberries and sweet potato casserole? There's a lot at stake in huh? that debate, and those who talk about free enterprise Thanksgiving know it. Huh? This person needs to... Stop. Uh, I have a headache just from looking at that garbage. I'm sure it's not the Tofurky hangover. It might be the Tofurky hangover. <laughs> well, related articles, men are reacting to me in bed in a way I've never seen before. <laughs> the problem with well-endowed men. 20 birth control side effects. I saw what my husband's secret do. Slate is a great website, guys. This is right up there with advice. So I go I go to one spot in Slate and I discover the actual anti-communism history of Thanksgiving. And then I can click over here and read a bunch of depraved garbage. The problem with over-endowed men. I'm so glad Slate exists. Slate.com, where would we be? Yeah, I bet, uh, I bet a lot of guys send that article out to their, uh, <laughs> okay, their okay, 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 it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, for one, am not going to celebrate Thanksgiving because, hey, I like the new deal. <laughs> hey, that was a good guy. And he did a great job. <laughs> What kind of lunatic sits down and writes that? That's that, you know that's somehow even almost even worse than the listicle genocide turkey rape. It's almost even worse because you think it's some well-researched, long, studious, deep study. Just another manifesto. No, it's just literally another crazy manifesto. But you just you just made it the bulk length. Right up there with the public certified account. What you wrote about does not actually matter. You think it does, but it doesn't. Great cast, guys. Great cast. I'm not going to leave the same parts in. Yeah, you Contemporary are. historians all, you know, almost agree that the New Deal, you know, saved capitalism in America when they easily could have Gage, go outside. nationalized go outside. the banks. The problem there, Gage, is the phrase contemporary historians. Well, I'm just saying, many... Uh, many governments Gage, and capitalist cares. societies Shh. collapsed during that time. <laughs> Especially, you look at what's happening in, your, in Europe. My sweet, my sweet child, hush now. Hush. At, at the time, Gage, I just don't feel, you want to hear the best 16 best Thanksgiving movies to stream this week? I sure do. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing about Thanksgiving movies. Uh, there are none. Oh. So. What about the one? <laughs> so you can, but because because Thanksgiving is an over commercialized holiday, and, and and there's a movie about Thanksgiving. Actually, it's a Christmas movie, but Thanksgiving is in it. Really? What, what, what? Yeah. So um, you can watch Planes. Okay, the only one I guess. That's is what I'm Planes saying. That's the one. But it's not really about Thanksgiving. It's about getting to Thanksgiving. So really, technically speaking, is it really a Thanksgiving? I, it movie? gets a pass, but it's the only one. The House mm-hmm. of Yes. 
I've never heard of this. Um, sounds uh, Sweet November. Oh, um, two thousand one romance with Keanu Reeves. Next to the Reeves. House of Mouse, or <laughs> no. here's the thing: The Oath, the, Home the, for the Holidays, Jodie Foster comedy, the n- overweight neckbeard. The, the new that's world greasy and sneaking doesn't of April. use deodorant. Oh, a Charlie Brown thing. That that's talks like a TV to you show. What? about Star Wars and well, speaks to you in Klingon. Like you? What's the difference between him and the people that write articles about how Thanksgiving is actually about the New Deal and the Bernstein Bears? Very little, McLean. They both think they're very smart. <laughs> There's no difference. McLean, um, are you as upset as I am about people watching films like She's Gotta Have It as a Thanksgiving movie? A banger on Thanksgiving. I don't see what the issue is. Here's the is. problem. Here's the actual problem. Thanksgiving is not okay to sit down and watch a movie. That's not what the point of Thanksgiving is. But people want Thanksgiving to be like Christmas because it's basically Christmas part one. But there's no such thing as Thanksgiving movies because that's not what you do on Thanksgiving. Well, I'm just saying, like... Gage, we are so off of the New Deal subject. I'm, I'm just stop. saying, the New Deal, like, Gage, of course it did increase power of the federal Gage, government, Gage, but at the time, they Gage, didn't need a strong federal government Gage. to pull society out of the Depression. No, they, they literally just had to go to war, Gage. No, well, I mean, war did have something to do with it, but, like, we were already rebounding before Gage, the war even Gage, started. I don't care if it's 25 degrees outside, hey. you need to go outside and touch the grass. Gage, we are not talking anymore about the New Deal. You fell for Mr. Glickman's long article there. You fell for it. You no, started talking about it. No, That's I'm, what he wanted to I think the new. I think Gage, it's an interesting time in American history. Gage, ignore Mr. Glickman, okay? I don't think it has anything to do with Thanksgiving. I just think then it's an interesting concept. It. <laughs> okay, the Green New Deal. What do we think, boys? <laughs> what about Build Back Better? What do we think? Tax the rich. My man. Oh, Jake's furiously typing. What? He, he's typing. He's searching. Why the war New Deal was actually the worst. <sighs> I don't like you people to immediately disagree with the New Deal. I'm just saying... These are the worst Thanksgiving side dishes, survey finds. From San Francisco. Forget the political arguments on Thanksgiving. People have some strong opinions on what's on their plates. According to the poll... The worst sides at 27%. Number one, candied yams. Oh, I gotta, I gotta agree with Look, that. Look, hey, all right. I almost never eat them, but my Thanksgiving plate feels incomplete without a tiny dime-sized amount of marshmallow. <laughs> well, you'll be unhappy to know then, Jake, that mom made sweet potato pie instead of candied yams. <sighs> I say, I'll take all the. I, I can live. Potato I'll pie. live. At number two, at 25% of the vote. Wait, these, these don't add up to 100 Anyway, green bean casserole. You could probably boil them multiple. I yeah. agree. Uh, Gage is not a fan of the green bean casserole. Jake, what are your thoughts? Uh, not a fan. Uh, cranberry sauce at number three. Absolutely ridiculous. Honestly, I'm going to agree with that. I don't think cranberry sauce get, uh, I don't think it deserves all the love that it gets. From you guys. Gage, go outside. Stay there. Cranberry sauce. I don't your opinion, and I would like to deplatform you. Gage, you're saying a lot of things today that I want you um, canceled for. Oh, <laughs> there, uh, number four here is sweet potato casserole, which is something I had never heard of until about a couple weeks ago when I saw a 
a uh, container for it at the what is store. Sweet like potato casserole? No idea. It's just on hey, there. Hey, quick aside. How do we feel about macaroni and cheese? And oh, wait a minute. 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 Candied yams and sweet potato casserole. We get them mixed up. I think sweet potato casserole is one with the marshmallows. Candied yams are just yams within like a sugary caramel sauce. Or like a like a brown sugar. Mm. Yeah. Well, number five on the list is stuffing. Uh, hard disagree. Stuffing slaps. Never been that big of a fan of it. I've tried it you know, in the last couple of years. I've gotten a little more attached to it, but it's like, eh, I don't know. Stuffing slaps. Stuffing slaps. It depends on how, how even, you make it. Celery does not belong on stuffing. Even if you don't like it, you can't say you can't tell me it's one of the worst. I didn't say it was. And then uh, to round out the list here, there's salad, and then Agreed. mashed potatoes and dinner rolls. Get out. I guess if you pull enough people, eventually you're gonna get the wackos that think mashed potatoes is a bad side dish. But Gage, I think well, it you bring depends. Up Are you making it from pouch? Yeah, mom's mom makes the best mashed potatoes I've ever had. Gage, I think you you bring up a an interesting point about the mac and cheese Thanksgiving controversy. It's a, I guess it's just a southern thing. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's I think it's becoming bit of a bit of a talking point this year. Uh, Matt Judon went on anti mac and cheese crusade ahead of Thanksgiving. Uh, Matthew Judon of the New England Patriots. The Patriots' defensive MVP spoke to the New England media on Tuesday, and given the arrival of the holiday season, he was asked a lighthearted question about his favorite side dishes on Turkey Day. Gage, what is this? <laughs> I'm doing a Snapchat filter, we're holding up Pepsi. Happy Thanksgiving from Courtyard and Pepsi? Uh, Official two giant corporations. I'm holding up Pepsi. <laughs> oh, look at it, dude. I don't... Yo, you're holding what up Pepsi, dude. Snapchat? Yeah, yeah I'm holding it up Pepsi. <laughs> Anyway, Judon, Matthew Judon said that macaroni and cheese is disgusting, that people need to... L-tryptophan in Turkey. Now, I've always heard that it's a myth that it makes you sleepy. It is fake. It's a filter. That's a VHS filter, isn't it? Yeah. Why are we... Cool. This sounds like less of a pause and more like a stop speaking when we're talking about something else now. (laughs) Well, I just wanted to bring this up. This article from Healthline says, does Turkey make you sleepy? No, it doesn't. But then it says, okay, so tryptophan. Yes, turkey does contain tryptophan, which does... Because after I'm done eating my vegan plant vegan curd, I won't be as sleepy as you. So tryptophan does promote good sleep and a good mood. Well, that makes sense so far. Okay, tryptophan is evolved in the production of serotonin and melatonin. Okay, so adults who take a tryptophan supplement take doses of 5 grams to help improve sleep. All right. Two servings of turkey contain about 410 milligrams, close to the daily requirement of this nutrient. But then you'd have to eat 20 servings of turkey to equal a dose of tryptophan. So no, the turkey's not making... Well, maybe I am eating 20 doses of turkey. Like, that's... You didn't prove anything. (laughs) It's highly dependent on how much turkey you eat. Yeah, if I'm eating a whole turkey, I'm going to fall asleep If I'm eating a bunch of turkey... Yeah, I'm getting put to sleep. Sorry, I was just annoyed by that. Anyway, Matthew Judon's macaroni and cheese rant. Judon says, we gotta get macaroni and cheese off the table. It's just cheese and noodles, and it's not that good. Let's be honest. It's probably one of the most overrated dishes. Get macaroni off the cheese and cheese off the table, and it will be a much better Thanksgiving for everyone in the house. I've never liked mac and cheese. Every time I've tried it, it's the same thing. It's never going to change, and it's never going to get better. I'm almost 30s. I'm set in my ways. It's disgusting. Get it off the table. The bathrooms will be less busy and everybody will have a better day. What? If you want a good Thanksgiving, don't cook mac and cheese. They know not to put it on my plate. Or that is fighting words. I'm going to have to fight everyone in the house one by one. You got a lot more. I'm going to wait until they all eat their mac and cheese, get sluggish, and then whoop them. Okay. Hey, Jake, check out the sick filter. 
<laughs> but hey, this is an expensive phone. Don't do uh, that. Matthew Judon's rant seemed to be on the subject of macaroni and cheese in general. Check this out. Whereas I think our so our discussion is on macaroni and cheese as a side dish. What do you guys think? I for think Thanksgiving, no. No, I think it could work. It's just we never Not for did. Thanksgiving. It's not a I'm not thing. against no, the idea, but like... I've got enough big, thick carbs going in the gauge. I'm like, mac- macaroni and I cheese would, like, take the place of mashed potatoes, and you don't need to take the place of mashed potatoes. Okay, guys, let's do the Snapchat drafting Gage's Thanksgiving lineup. What is happening I gotta right go now? with mashed what potatoes. What is happening right now? My number what one is Gage spot. even looking at? Is this is on Snapchat doing something? I'm gonna go turkey, stuffing... I don't want to fill that pie spot because these all suck, but I'll just go cranberry sauce because it's the least trash. What do we think? Uh, I disagree with a lot of this. First of all... You had to pick two that you didn't like. That's dumb. (laughs) Jake went turkey, one overall. You've got to go turkey, one overall. Pumpkin pie is five? Here, I, I get this. an order of how I'm going to eat it. Oh, that's no. That's Here, I got no, no, guys. That's literally that's the order I put it in. You guys are ridiculous. I'm about to win this league. It's supposed to be what? Turkey number one overall, overall obvious. Pumpkin pie number two, mm-hmm. easy. Uh, mashed potatoes number three, cranberry sauce number four, stuffing number five. What is this, by the way? It's just you're just it's, it's a just Snapchat a dumb Snapchat filter. filter. You're supposed oh. to put on your story and people talk about it. Um. And then DraftKings gets gets some money because you've seen their their logo. Don't let ideologues steal Thanksgiving. From the Wall Street Journal. Wait a minute. Oh, Wall Street Journal always writes conservative articles because they're interested in economics. Oh, for the left, it's become an occasion to air grievances about colonialism and carbon footprints. Melanie Kirkpatrick, I might. Fortunately, you're not you going to get a, to read it, Jake. You could be a West Coast The Wall Street Journal is so capitalist that they make you pay. As we mark the 400th anniversary of the first Thanksgiving, it's necessary to defend it. Thanksgiving is our oldest tradition, celebrated by almost every citizen as well as by newcomers. Extends outside of the country. We give things, uh, and they're going to make it You can't read it, yeah. Oh, come well, It on. sounds like it's worth more than a, a lot of uh, other articles. I actually, that one I actually wanted to read because it's, uh, it's about how it's, it's, this is what Spurs an article for. <laughs> okay, gentlemen. What is the actual point of Thanksgiving? <laughs> That sounds like you're not really looking for the answer. How to celebrate pandemic Thanksgiving round two. Yes. NYT, baby, let's go. How to celebrate pandemic Thanksgiving round Round two. two. Why do I hear boss music? Spencer Bo Catlin down. (laughs) Create a free times account. Don't worry. worry. I can log into my student account. How to celebrate the pandemic Thanksgiving round two. Oh no, I thought it was gone, but now it's back. Ah! (laughs) <laughs> Feeling anxious about Thanksgiving this year? You're not alone. New York Times has a lot of hot opinion pieces. Wow. Families are reunited for their post-vax Thanksgiving. Here's some advice. <laughs> no, this is a good one. This is a good article. Even before COVID, After Thanksgiving sharp- could be... Oh, okay. This is how to, how to celebrate a, thing, a pandemic Thanksgiving. Round two. Round two. By Spencer Boat. Did you supposed to go round two like we did? So let's do the take it in. Take it in. How to celebrate a pandemic Thanksgiving? Round two. Round two. Round two. Fight. After a sharp decline in holiday travel last year, Americans are back in a festive mood Ooh. with airline traffic this Thanksgiving season expected to rebound to pre-pandemic levels. 
For countless people, this week will be the first time they gather with family in two years. <laughs> I know what this for me. No wonder Teddy doesn't like you. He hasn't seen you in two years. <laughs> he hasn't years. Lot Can you imagine <laughs> living in a little bunker for two years? For that reason alone, this holiday what season was never going to be normal. The mummy? No, no boy this in a bubble. Years. No, no, no. Brendan Fraser, like they were in the in the in the nuclear bomb shelter in the '60s, and then they come out. Oh, in the blast mix. from the past. Yeah. It's like oh, that. oh my lucky stars. <laughs> that says we no, all need to shush you down. Can't say that word, McLean. You have to cut that out when you said the N word. <laughs> For that reason that alone, this holiday season was never going to be normal. And not unlike this time last year, coronavirus infections are spiking once again, which is strange since we have the vaccine now. <laughs> Wait a minute, I was told this one <laughs> So how should Americans navigate this second pandemic Thanksgiving? Stab anyone who comes near me. Here's what people are saying. Not even the experts. Here's what people... Here's what, I'm saying kill the unvaxxed. Some hobo outside of 7-Eleven told me this. How to have a safe or safer Thanksgiving. As Jennifer Nuzzo... An epidemiologist at the John Hopkins Bloomberg School The Public pinnacle Health of science, as we've discovered on the times. Public health experts tend to avoid the word safe because safety is relative. Some things are safer than others, but nothing is zero risk. Except for the vax, of course. If you get the vax, that's zero risk. <laughs> zero risk. Of course, the biggest difference between this Thanksgiving... In the last... Why is there money attached to it? You have $20 and have to, you have to build your fantasy lineup. What is lineup. happening, So, guys? like, for example, for your main course, there's a $5 option, which is the whole turkey, a $4 option ham, oh. and so on and so forth, and the no, $1 no, option no, is no, still no, turkey. No. You, well, you have to drop the 5 yeah. on the turkey. You okay, can't... No, so you that's use, literally the one non-negotiable. You use, you use your 5s on whole turkey, mashed potatoes, and pumpkin pie, and then you use $1 on cream corn, and then you use $3 in casserole, and then you get an extra $1 cornbread. Easy game. No, 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 no. <laughs> Guys, we are losing it right this now. Is much I'm, more I'm sorry, McLean. I'm sorry. I'm really not interested in pandemic Thanksgiving. So, Gage, I think you're completely wrong. First of all, $5 for the whole turkey, of course. $5 for mashed potatoes, duh. $5 for stuff when you have to. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Five, ten, fifteen. Your, I got, you're spending, I got five bucks left, right? Yeah, and but you need to pick both. But are you telling me you're using your five dollars on stuffing instead of pumpkin pie? That is the most blasphemous thing I've ever heard. That oh is my ridiculous. goodness, you're right. They don't leave me enough. Exactly. That's the point. You have to compromise somewhere. So I'm saying you spend five dollars on your whole turkey, mashed potatoes, pumpkin Dang pie, one dollar on cream corn, three dollars casserole, one dollar cornbread. No, no. Okay. Turkey mashed. Corn, cranberries, pumpkin pie. Does that work? Uh, that's five, five, uh, fifteen. This is a great audio. Um, nope, you're a dollar over. Ah, oh, gosh dang. Apple pie then. Oh, man, really? Yep, yeah. I'm, I, I can't like give it. up turkey master stuffing. Yeah, but, it's, just, but that's... Apple that's, pie uh, still fits in my category of Thanksgiving. Are you telling me you're going to eat a whole ear of corn on Thanksgiving instead of creamed corn? It's not going to be in, on, in an ear. It's just going to be in a bowl. No, but that's how that's how it says it's prepared. They're not going to... Nobody eats an ear of corn, thank you. You know what they mean. They mean just regular corn okay. in a bowl. Okay. If that's this how you is easy, dude. Up. $5 on turkey, $5 on mash, $5 on pie. It, it brings me to 15 Then you get cranberry sauce for Wait $2. A minute. Wait a minute. Then you have $3 for the casserole. I haven't considered this. I think I would take $2 and just go with a turkey drumstick. Huh. All right, let's. I like how Tofurky's in the one dollar tier. Well, yeah, nobody wants that. I think I'll 
take the two dollars for the turkey drumstick and then go mash stuffing cranberries pie i think you could go three for the white meat not the, the wait wait that if you're up. gonna sacrifice one aspect of thanksgiving you have to have the drumstick let me add that up though it's so it's two seven and then what did you say two seven mash stuffing 13 pie 15 yeah that adds up that's Guys, actually not ladies and gentlemen we did it. Guys, I really <laughs> just wanted to read you some of the quotes in this article. Oh, okay. I really do think it's perfectly acceptable to say, I'm sorry you're not vaccinated. You know grandma's here. And that by you coming, that increases her risk substantially. And I hate you. Or, let's see. But grandma's vaccinated, but that doesn't matter because you want to kill her. Yeah, that, that would be it. Now it's no longer whether you just disagree about the long-term effects of climate change, but whether you believe that having certain family members present poses a serious danger to other family members. I just love the amount of control I have over other people now that we have I'd this. rather have a conflict with a relative now and reconcile it later than have someone die. <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about. I was still thinking about the Thanksgiving craft. <laughs> you going to kill Grandma? Yes. <laughs> but I don't understand how that relates to Thanksgiving. <laughs> because you're going to kill Grandma? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. No, please, explain. You're not vaccinated. Oh, oh. Grandma mm. is, but that doesn't matter because Here's you're going to kill Here's an option. Her. Skipping Thanksgiving entirely is an option. <gasps> Things are still shaking up, and and a lot of us, a lot of us, me for instance, still feel fragile. (laughs) Oh, this could, I think it's the soy you're dying. This could then be the perfect year to politely decline the invitations, rain check the family reunions, and do something for ourselves. Why not take a trip? This is what you said last year. Who wrote this? Well, th- he's quoting from from Eliza Sontag and Eater. Is there a picture? I want to see this <laughs> fragile man. <laughs> well, I'm sure it can't be a man. If he doesn't look just like McKenzie, <laughs> I'll be surprised. Here we go again. That time of year when the only topic of conversation among friends and coworkers is where everyone is going for the holidays. This is Eliza Sontag. And I'm and staying Eater. bubbled in my home because I'm a misanthrope. Oh, oh, I mean, Cody. Oh. COVID. It's not because I hate everybody. It's because of COVID. Also, I hate you. Yes, it is a man. And also, the other article he has written recently is, Yes, marshmallows absolutely belong on your sweet potato casserole. All right, McLean, you got me there. I, I okay, guess. guys. Um, for real. Quick, three rounds, right? Thanksgiving food will go, what, oldest to youngest, snake style. What? One, two, three... Three, two, one. What, what, what are you what? taking one overall, Jake, for your Thanksgiving food? If I had to pick one number, dish. No, no, it's like it's like a draft. So what are you taking num- number one overall? Oh, my number one overall Thanksgiving pick. I was doing fantasy football Thanksgiving. Okay, let me think here. Taking number one. Uh, for the number one pick in the overall draft, uh, Quarry's Tribe, Bishop Sycamore selects uh, selects the turkey. Turkey. Good pick. Good easy, pick. Easy pick. Easy McLean, pick. you're next. I gotta go pie. Gotta go pie. A strong uh, what pie? Two. What pie? Pumpy pie? Pumpy pie? Pumpy pie? Pumpy pie? My bad. Okay, so we're doing snake style. So it's one, two, three, three. Well, I'm uh, always three, in the middle. Two, one. Yes. So it's I'm gonna get two picks in a row here. I'm gonna go with a quick uh, mashed potato. Mashed potatoes. I think that's a good value pick right there. Good value pick from where I am. And I'm gonna go gauge again. And I'm gonna go with my I'm gonna go with my full dessert. I'm gonna go classic cheesecake. Boo. Classic poor, cheesecake poor is a great, it's a great pick. It's a great pick. It's poor pick. You could have gone, gone with apple. You could have gone with apple. 
Uh, Jake, this is your pick. No, right it's here. my pick. No, it's, it's my pick. Time. Oh, wait, no, you're right. Yeah. I gotta go with uh, rolls. Dinner rolls. Rolls. Dinner rolls. Mom's Just dinner rolls, I should specify. Nancy's rolls. Jake Westbrook, where you at? Cranberry sauce. I was gonna, I was gonna pick that. Got to go with the turkey. I was gonna pick that. But. All right. Serpentine. Fine. Is that that's right, right? It's Jake, serpentine. Mike, so I'm, I'm going again. Oh yeah, you're right. I I forgot my own draft order. Jake. Apple pie. Apple pie. Good stuffing. Stuffing. I gotta go stuffing. I'm surprised it was on the board this late in the draft. Mm-hmm. I had to get some pie. You already took pumpkin. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Gage has cheesecake. So all in all, I think we I've got mashed more. potatoes, cheesecake. Now this is a tough spot. Um, not a lot of good options left on the board. We got to pick a, a high value. Late round selection that's gonna add a lot of complexion low, to my play. High ceiling, low low floor. Yeah, uh, no, it's no, it's just gonna be a high floor, low ceiling pick. Mm. Not a, not a ton of potential, but you already that's know. That's what I mean. My floor ready is to, made of a nice ready oak. To, ready to just throw in there, moments notice. Everybody's gotta love it. And you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna pick something that we've never ha- personally had at our Thanksgiving He's table. Oh. It's just something that I've always wanted to see, but I've never really wanted to ask for. You'll love to see it. I'm going to take the mac and cheese pick. He's going with the mac and cheese. Oh. I just think that's a it's an excellent Huge side. Huge L for Gage it's an excellent this side. draft. Serpentine Gage, what's your name? Oh, I, we were only going to do three rounds, but if we want to do a couple more. Well, keep going. I want to see how this dinner I don't know if I, if I have. Because you guys still won't have main courses. That's true. That's true. I'm going to go with a nice, um, a nice honey-glazed ham. I think that's the closest... Um, thing you can get to like a nice protein for your meal. Right, right, right. Let's see what I have now. Okay. Uh, have. Hey, is it not my oh, turn my now? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, if Gage is going ham, I gotta go steak. I gotta go steak. What? Dane Tipman. Dane Tipman needs steak. What kind of what kind? Thanksgiving? That's not even. That's not even the sub Thanksgiving. Why wouldn't you even good, go for at least like a course. nice roast, dude? But you're going steak. a nice tofurkey even. What a what cut? Even tofurkey has more to do with Thanksgiving than steak. It's a sirloin. Sirloin. Jake Westbrook, where that's you tough, man. I don't think I like that idea. All right, all right. Let me see. I've got my, I've got my main, co- my turkey. I've got, uh, Jake pointed out I didn't have a main course. I had to do something. McLean did take stuffing. I will take dressing. Oh, oh come on, that's stuffing a cheap and dressing. No, that's it's not stuffing because you thing. put it in the turkey. Dressing is made on the side. Jake, same thing. Next pick. Oh gosh. Oh, this is this is critical. Critical. I've got turkey. All right, so I've got my, I've got my main course. I've got cranberry sauce. I've got pie. I've got dressing. Cheesy mashed potatoes. <sighs> I just don't know if we're allowed to do derivatives like just, that. Jake is just. If he can do bits. apple pie, I can do. I mean, if he can do pumpkin pie, I can do apple pie. Different dishes. Okay, different we'll do dishes. cheesy, cheesy mashed potatoes. But we all know we'd rather just have the regular. Cheese is pretty good though. They're good, but they're just not. I not think so far I've got the best lineup. I'm not oh. gonna lie. Oh, I got this gravy. No one, no one chose gravy. Okay. When you take the potatoes, you take you the don't, gravy. You don't take the gravy with the potatoes. Yeah, that's true, Gage. Gravy is so Okay. Gravy okay. goes on the turkey, okay, goes but on you're, stuffing. Okay, but you're burning a late round. I've got cheesy potatoes. I don't need the gravy. That's I a got fair the, point. I've got the cranberry sauce you, for my sauce. Oh, my goodness. He's right. He's you're going right. to put that gravy on the sirloin steak, McLean? Oh, come on, come on. What are you putting that gravy on? I'm putting it on, I'm putting mm-hmm. on my stuffing. <laughs> uh, again, a high-value pick here. I've got to play this one safe. I'm just going to go with a nice creamed corn. I love good creamed corn. Cream corn, huh? Yeah, it's just a good pick. Nice vegetable to put on your plate. Add a little variety. And now I got I got another pick here. Um. <sighs> wow. Uh, not a lot of not a lot of options left on the board right now. Um. Really, really not seeing a ton. 
Um, man. Clock is ticking, though. God, I, I just can't think 10 of good, seconds. I just can't nine, think of a good Thanksgiving food eight, here. Um, seven, six. I'm going to go with sparkling apple cider. Four. All right. Well, with my that's not your uh, with my pick, I will. It's never your All right, yeah, sorry. You know what? Um, this is just like when uh, when the Redskins drafted RG three and then they drafted Kirk Cousins right after him. I'm gonna draft the Duck. I'm gonna take Duck. You, you wasted your pick on Sirloin. You're pulling in mid season and putting the Duck in, man. <laughs> It's true, but uh, that is a better choice, though. Dude, all the analysts are saying that's trade. a bad way to trade pick. For no, no, you, there are no trades in this draft. Like I can that. trade for Shoreline later in the Jake, season. Jake, you got double picks right now. All right, I'll take Turducken. No, I'm uh, kidding. I won't take boop. it. I'll leave that for one of you guys. Uh, but McLean should have taken that because obvious. I didn't duh. want to take a derivative. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not a derivative. That's a completely different meal. So I will. You said cream corn. I'll take regular corn. I don't like it creamed. Reg. Oh, really? No. Okay. Jake picks, Jake's up Ready again. Coin. Uh, Sprite cranberry. Sprite cranberry. Can I have a drink? I think my meal's done, man. I think I'm, right. I'm stocked up. Um, how about we do one more round, um, and we'll make it Jake Mac Gage. Jake took for his last pick. Sprite cranberry. McLean, this is your last pick. Last one. I'm stocked up, man. I'm going with a nice alcoholic eggnog. Jake, I, I was thinking about this earlier, and Jake pointed out that you need a drink. I was thinking about taking a drink earlier, but I was going to think about a whiskey Personally, maybe. Or this like what I found on Thanksgiving, eggnog, but, way too heavy for Thanksgiving. Uh, it's a risk, I know. It's, it's a risk. But are you really going to go alcoholic, though? Yes. Not just a regular, like, nog for the entire family to enjoy? No, it's got to be If the entire family is over 21, it's fine. It's <laughs> maybe the kids table. I'm only 20. Teddy's going to drink it up. Gage? Man. You can not legally purchase it, but you can legally drink it in your own home. Gage, what the final pick of the Thanksgiving draft? Again, I'm just drawing a blank on some like solid staple foods, and I don't really want to pull something. Well, out review what you have here. What uh, are you missing? So I got a good potato side mashed potato, good dessert, um, and then I've got a good side of mac and cheese, a nice main course with the honey glazed ham, cream corn, sparkling apple apple cider. I think I have a robust lineup here. Not really anything that I I, I feel like I need to add. You don't um, really have a sauce, do you? Yeah, but I've never really been a big sauce guy, though. Only gravy on my... Uh, you don't have gravy, my, so... Crime. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying, the only sauce I ever use is just gravy on the potatoes. Um, you know what? Uh, the clock is ticking. You have seven, six, five, four... Three, two, one. Biscuits. Biscuits. What a, That's interesting. It's just, it's the only thing that I could think of that. You that think you would have drafted a drink to go along with those, or else you're going to have some, some uh, dead already Thanksgiving have, guests. I already have sparkling apple cider, my choked. boy. Oh, my bad, my bad. All right, well, That's let's, let's pick, tally though. it up. Now, let me, if I may announce the results. Hmm. I'll start with Gage. Let's just hit. Uh, uh, since we were just talking about Gage. Gage's meal, he will have honey glazed ham on the side. Uh, mac- that's a good pick. I think that's a good pick. On the side, mac and cheese, mashed potato, cream corn, biscuits. He'll have to drink sparkling apple cider and for dessert, a cheesecake. <clears throat> now, it's, it's he got some good things in there. He got some good flavors. Uh, my personal opinion, there's something a little off there. It doesn't quite feel Thanksgiving to me. It's the ham, I think. It's just not well, quite there. Well, yeah, I understand, but once you... Once 
turkey goes off the board number one, you're just kind of scrambling to get all those Thanksgiving staples in, and then you just... Ham is, yeah. like, the closest thing you can get. If I were you, I would have taken turducken, but, but you still get turkey in there, man. I think that's kind of a cheap pick to say that that's not also just turkey. but That's not derivative. It's a completely different... <sighs> yeah, but turducken, you already have turducken. What's it? A turkey, duck, and chicken? Yeah. But two of those things There's have already been... To two of those... Man, there's a D-bone duck inside a D-bone chicken inside a D-bone turkey. I just think that it's it's just a little cheap to say that it's not... Turkey and duck. Right. It's two thirds of other people's courses. Is all I'm saying. All right, now McLean, your your dish. Uh, yes. Your main I have a course. Choice. A choice. Your main course. You. Uh, I don't know if this is a good strategy for you. I think this was a you bit of a scramble. You drafted two quarterbacks. Hey, hey you know, you, you you have the two quarterback system. It's worked out every time. I think he got a little bit nervous. When I got picked Drew and I got Brady backing him up. I don't see the McLean picked here. the sirloin. He got nervous and he just threw out duck. Nobody's ever eaten duck on Thanksgiving except no, for John. No, Madden. let me. You no, know, you can make the connection there between. Uh, first off, like Jay said, turducken. You can make the connection. I'm sure pilgrims might have had duck at the first Thanksgiving. You know, it's why did you take turducken? Because I again, I didn't. I didn't do derivatives. Like I just, some people. I don't. Think, I don't think I it was derivatives. Let's go through choice. this. Let's go through this because well, I, I had a very course. complete draft. Then it's a dual dual main course and true one and duck, but on the side. He's got himself some rolls, classic. So he he falters with the main course, but I think the rest of his list fills out nicely. He's Wait, no, got, no, keep going. He's got the rolls. He's got the stuffing. He's got gravy. Huh. Uh, to drink, he's got eggnog, and uh, for dessert, pumpkin pie. I don't so know. once you get past the main course, he's got pretty classic down the line. Yeah, and I don't I think feel... you're settling with this main course either. I know it's not turkey, like Gage said. Once turkey goes off the board. You're really looking around, but this unconventional route, mm. you you show up to a Thanksgiving dinner and you realize there's no turkey, but there is sirloin mm. steak or duck. I think you'll be satisfied. I just feel like uh, McLean is missing a really good potato side that pulls the whole thing together. Yeah, he, he doesn't. Went, it's not like he has. Uh, I could have gone with scalloped. If he could, if he went with a, a potatoes au gratin, perhaps. Oh, yeah. for a nice scallop. I mean, I, res- I respect it a lot, but I really do think that if you don't get the main course down Thanksgiving-wise, it's just the rest of it, 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 it can be good, but it's just, you got that big hole, you might as well be giving me tofu. Yes, but, but, but in your eyes, is there any main course other than turkey or turducken? Well, I'm, okay, well, my, my, I think ham is a better main course than, That's, well, anyway. again, I, I think disagree. a honey-glazed ham is a perfectly my, acceptable uh, hey, choice let's discuss in my the line, absence my of turkey. Never a ham fan. My, my lineup, I've got myself the turkey, the classic, the the OG superstar of Thanksgiving. We've got turkey. He's he's the Bart star of this league, man. He's the he's the he's the hero. He's the legend. He's the John Madden of Thanksgiving. Right. I, food. I, I accept the Tom I, Brady. There's yeah. it's it was the clear number one choice. It required no thought. And with that turkey, cranberry sauce. Again, the oh. classic. The classic. Dressing to go with it, which is basically stuffing, not quite the same. Cheesy mashed potatoes. Now, some people, you know, they prefer regular, but they're cheesy mashed potatoes. Then, of course, corn. And to drink with that Sprite cranberry. No, I know for dessert, the other classic Thanksgiving dessert, apple pie. I hate to say this. I don't want to be biased towards myself, but I feel like across the board. Now, some of you might have a better, uh, one better choice or two better choices than me, but I think across the board, you take the average. I think I'm winning this one. Jake, I don't well, think you can not. have a complete Thanksgiving without the pumpy pie. Furthermore, it That's seems... What I'm you made one better you choice You drafted Sprite I. Cranberry. Very excellent choice. You did not draft cran- Sprite Cranberry's O-Show. A, oh, a, a stunning, 
It's stunning. Nobody else took it though. You it's have to consider stunning. the lack it's, uh, of, uh, of uh, lack you know, of judgment of useful well, nutrients. Hey, imagine how fat I'm gonna get drinking alcoholic eggnog McLean. Can I just? Could I just? I just don't think if you want to talk about a heavy side. You look at cheesy mashed potatoes. You take two spoonfuls of that, and you're. I never done. said how much you had to eat. But again, I mean, you look at this, and you look you at. You want to talk about like heavy the, side gates? You took mac and cheese. Now I mac really did consider good. taking the sweet potato casserole, uh, or this, or the marshmallow sweet potatoes in the last round there. But I did, I did feel like I had to go. I Guys, had to make a choice. Can with we the, please with give the a consensus? Dish. Because I really feel, and again, I'm biased, but I think across the board, my mm-hmm. meal is, says Thanksgiving more. Than your guys' stuff. I it's you have more Thanksgiving like staples. Exactly. But, but exactly. personally speaking, I think I'd rather I think I'd rather have ham than turkey on Thanksgiving. Okay. Jay, Are you gonna start your Marcus Russell over Tom Brady? I hate to admit it, guys, but I feel like other than the corn, is this corn on the cob? What kind of corn are we talking? Regular you said corn, regular like corn. sweet corn. What does that mean? Not creamed. You know, two types of corn okay. in the can. So you're talking about dry, dry corn. That's my favorite kind. Okay. I don't like cream corn. I'm not it's a huge fan of corn overall. Okay. But I feel like you are. You gotta might have a little bit of it to mix into the potatoes. To be fair, I did take up two main dishes, so I had an empty draft spot that I could have filled in with well, something. meant to corn say like duck, duck, but I he like? accidentally said, "Oh, I actually want um, Mark Sanchez." Could yes. I? Um, um, but I think I think Jake might have this overall. I feel I don't know I just I feel came with a close second there are some there are some parts of Jake's lineup that I just don't put any faith in and to be honest I've well, you never you may not like one or two parts but no, as a whole my team let me see the lineup as a whole my Gage, team is going to trounce anyone Gage, else you have some team. nerve talking about uh, mat, cheesy mashed potatoes being too thick when you drafted cheesecake in the first round guys but cheesecake is the last sorry, thing you eat round. it's the last thing you eat but if you look at this turkey good pick good pick I don't think cheesecake stands up to apple pie as a Thanksgiving dessert, Gage. I'll admit it was a bit of a blunder to go for the cheesecake. Actually, you know what? Let's go this. Let's go blow by blow. Let's compare. Cheesecake was a reach in the second round. I just wanted to say, like, if we go down the list, personally speaking, turkey's obviously a good pick. But then we see the cranberry sauce, and I've honestly never felt the connection between a cranberry sauce and turkey like other people have. You're a heathen. I just don't think that those flavors mix well together. Okay, we're going to settle this. We're going to settle this, all right? We're going to judge this. Each of us will have to reach consensus on the individual mm. main dish. All right. Turkey, honey glazed ham, sirloin or duck. Who wins this? Uh, obviously turkey. Obviously, obviously turkey. turkey. All right. But I will defend steak and duck over honey glazed ham. Honey glazed ham? Ham itself is not that good. All right, side Dude, one. Incorrect. Side one. Gotta be mashed, mashed potatoes. potatoes. I think it's got to be <laughs> potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Rolls. Versus what was the first side I took? That's a that's a sauce, not a side. Cheesy mashed potatoes. Uh, dressing. Ah. Dressing, mashed potatoes, rolls. Who wants that? Or mashed stuffing. potatoes. Stuffing is on there too. No, no, no. I'm going with the first side we took. Okay. But that is no. It's just oh, your side okay. number one. Okay. Side, side number, number one. one. It's gotta be mashed potatoes. It's gotta guys. be potatoes. Oh, oh man, it's gotta be. All potatoes. right. Well, we will we'll give Gage side number one. Side number two. Side number two would have been uh, stuffing. Right? Yes. Yes. Stuffing, mac and cheese, and dressing. You gotta go stuffing. You gotta go stuffing. Dressing's practically the same thing. Wait, thing. was stuffing the la- the second one he took? What was the first There's one? There's the second one. The first one he took was the rolls. Oh. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go stuffing here. All right. Side three. Now. This is our flex position. Mm, <laughs> yeah, this very, this feels like it could go like that. All right. Gage, what was your side three? I'm trying to find it. Was it always oh, a cream corn? Yeah. Yeah, okay. It might have been. So, cream corn. 
good good pick there. Good pick. Mine was Jameson. Of... It's a terrible way to say that. Cheesy mashed potatoes. Cream mm. corn, cheesy mash, and McLean's was... I mean, I have gravy on there. I don't know if that counts. You didn't take sauce. it. You didn't take another one. You took your sauce, which is going to be the last side. But the so last, we'll, the last hey, side will count as sauce. Put rolls back on there. Gra- no. The last side is going to be the sauce you took. Gravy. So gravy, cheesy mash, and uh, what was yours? Cream corn. Cream corn. Guys, I gotta be honest. It, we can't pick cheesy mashed potatoes because we already have potatoes as a side. No, no, no. no. We're, we're only evaluating this round. Okay. Then I don't think cheesy mashed potatoes really holds up to the same level as a Thanksgiving side than creamed corn, the classic. I'm not about corn. corn. I'm not about the corn. I'll have it on my plate tomorrow. Don't get me wrong. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take it. No. Well, what are you taking here? I'll take the gravy over the over the cheesy mash. Jake, uh, I'm going to take vote. the cheesy mash. We're tired on this one. Okay. Really cheesy mashed potatoes over gravy, though? Mm. I would have gone I would have gone cream corn, gravy, cheesy mash. Are you not willing to budge on that cream corn, or would you budge up for <laughs> Okay, gravy? next up. Next up, final side. Cranberry sauce, which is with my uh, gravy. Gage had... I might I might have biscuits here, and it will biscuits. not win. McLean, you took two mains. It's true. So you're disqualified from the third side. I took two mains. Yeah, so biscuits versus cranberry sauce. I just, I, I understand you both are cranberry sauce. It's going to be cranberry sauce. I, I just, can't. I've never felt, I've never. We I'm, got two against one for cranberry no, I, sauce. I get it, I get it. You won't see me reach biscuits is even. I think biscuits is even a, a fringe Thanksgiving food. I think people only make okay, rolls. Okay, but what would, you have, what would you have nobody's put making in a, a biscuit instead? What would you have put in that last spot? I would have taken the the uh, sweet potato. Sweet potato, really? Not guys, desserts. Desserts. Pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. Pumpkin I think pie. McLean has to win that one with pumpkin pie. It's pumpkin pie, cheesecake, apple pie. Obviously, pumpkins first. Pumpy pie. Again, though, uh, the problem is we can't assign point totals for this because I think. No, um, we we add up who won on the. Yeah, yeah, but like just winning a majority of these won't really do it because if you it, win it, two it determines, sides, no, it determines like best overall meal. Each. Oh, okay, this, okay. That's the best way to score this. Now, drinks. Last category, drinks. Now, uh, what did what were they? Guys, uh, I got sparkling apple cider. Come on, Sprite cran, eggnog. Sparkling I don't feel apple like there's cider. A, I don't feel like there's a lot of like standardized classic Thanksgiving. Let's drinks. be honest. With of these three, let's detach your names from that. Cider, Sprite, Cran, Eggnog. Gage, what are you reaching for? Well, I'm not reaching for al- alcoholic eggnog. I just won't do it. So cider or Sprite, Cran? Or? Gotta be cider. Jake, I hate to say it, but I think it might have to be cider in this case. Wow, I'm taking... Because I'm taking the Sprite Cranberry. Really? Yeah. The, be a big the, sparkling the, apple cider fan. That's our sparkling, sparkling apple cider. Always felt to me like sparkling apple cider was trying to pretend to be an alcoholic drink. 100%. That is exactly what it is. But we always drink it at Grandma's. All right. So. Well, Gage wins that one then with the sparkling apple cider. So, I believe we're tied. Are we not? So let's see. I have won two. Gage has won two. McLean has won two. We have gotten no closer to answering this. Can I, can it was I the tie there the that tie, ruined it. On the tie. Let's revisit if we're talking, the tie. If it's cheesy mashed potatoes, um, on the tie. Okay. I think pick in, a, in the pick event a, of a tie, guys, I know this is controversial. I know it's sort of biased, but in the event of a tie, you have to go back to the main. What's the main oh, dish you'd rather on, eat? Come no, on. It's the no. center of the meal. But no, we just think said we can't, look at, we can't look at the other. The we can't look yeah, but there's a tie. It's a three-way tie. Now we have to we delve into this. Okay. Sandwiches. We will delve into this, and you're and the one you tied on was cheesy mashed potatoes. We already have potatoes on the table, so it cannot be cheesy mashed. That's not mashed. what I meant. I'm t- we're going back to looking at the, the overall, which meal. Overall, okay. would you rather have on Thanksgiving? 
But if okay, but we're already so if we're looking at the the holistic meal, we're already having mashed potatoes as our top side. No, no, so no, get, 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 not not the holistic meal as in compared. We're looking at McLean's meal, my meal, your meal. I mm-hmm. think overall, you gotta go with the one with turkey. Come on, and it's got cranberry sauce, and oh, it's got a pie. Okay, so we're not even looking. At, okay, but I, I want to settle this tie right now. Let's revisit that. Time. Can we? How about we pick between cream corn gravy and cheesy mashed oh, potatoes? Oh, easy right? gravy. Pick Wait, one why are we picking between those? That's the one. The, that, that was the one. We that tied was the on. tie, right? Was it? Was it? Uh, I'm pretty sure that was okay. it. Okay. How about uh, pick one of them that isn't the one that you picked? Pick one of them that isn't the one. What is that? Oh, I guess we all picked our own. Didn't From we? Yeah. cream corn gravy and then mashed cheesy potato. mashed potatoes. Okay, I, I, I go with gravy. gravy. I'd gravy go with wins. cheesy mashed potatoes. I think that's a win for gravy. But, but, but the, problem, the problem with that is Let's now I'm eating go. a sirloin steak for Thanksgiving dinner, Gage. But it, we're not saying he has the better <laughs> meal. Cry, it's just liberal. He, Cry, he, liberal. He had the better draft. That's what we were trying to determine. What was the better meal? I had the better and draft. I don't want to eat McLean's meal because it's, but the thing it's is, a steak and it's not turkey. But here's, one of, here's, Jake, here's no my point with when turkey. we're doing this. Is that we can't value these all the same? Having uh, the best main is worth more than having the best. Yeah, but once you say that, that's like side. saying the Orhun ducks belong in the natty. No, but no, it's just, just you could have said that better... about no matter what happened. You could have said no matter what meal I eat, it's gonna be bad because it doesn't have turkey. <laughs> I After know you that's took why, turkey number one. That's one. why you want turkey, baby. Yes, I literally I, I, gave, her, no. I gave you her cred by going. This uh, wouldn't even. Of, yeah, this would not be an issue with me McLean and Turducken. Because then I get to turkey like It's a fake. That's not a real pick. Derivative. Not a real pick. Just like cheesy mashed potatoes shouldn't have even been considered as a real pick. It's also derivative. Just like dressing should have been considered. Dressing should have been considered either. It's the same thing. I don't think any of those are derivative. The place just thought, oh, you had a good idea. I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you said this. The original idea was turkey. Biscuits and rolls, Gage. Huh, huh, huh. I'll give you that one. It was my last pick. I did. I couldn't uh-huh. think of anything. Really phoned that one in. Uh-huh. Eating biscuits. Nobody. Not me either. I'm not reaching for that. There's an apple pie derivative of pumpkin pie. Then, if we're talking about cheesy mashed potatoes versus regular mashed potatoes. Ah, oh, no, those are completely different. Cheesy mashed potatoes versus regular mashed potatoes. Those are completely different. No, mashed dude, types of pie. Types of pie are different than regular mashed, mashed potatoes. potatoes are something you potatoes. put gravy on. You don't put gravy on cheesy mash. That's a totally <laughs> different mashed potato. Jake, yeah, this is the worst argument I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Cheesy mashed potatoes are objectively <laughs> no, no. Oh, Ryan broke out that night. Thanksgiving was ruined. I, I'm just saying. I'm. A, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be straight up. I think Jake had finally most, some honesty from the skip. Jake had the most cohesive um, meal. Even though he didn't get pumpkin mine, pie or mashed mine potatoes. Mine says Thanksgiving the most out of all of them. It's not that it says Thanksgiving the most. It's oh, it honestly, does. Turkey, cranberry sauce, apple pie, got my dressing. That's a complete Thanksgiving it's, meal. If I saw... If I'm not eating pumpy pie on tea gives. But what if what you're not gives, eating turkey? Man. How about... Okay. Again, though... I think apple listen, pie... How about... Apple, the, the apple pie is really the only place where you can say eh, a little bit of a step down from what I would prefer. But otherwise... Okay. I'm not a corn guy. Um... Not a not a regular corn guy, not a cheesy mashed potato guy in place of regular mash. I'd also rather have stuffing than dressing. I'd also rather have. But are you uh, not going to have cider. turkey on Thanksgiving, Gage? <laughs> That's your one. Okay, how about this? Instead of your own meal, if you saw the other two meals on a table, which one, which table would you sit at? Oh, I'm taking Jake's table. Okay, 
Um, Jay's Tabes, man. Jay Tabes. Are you taking my table or McLean's table? I'll take McLean's table. With the two-man courses on it? It does have duck, which is poultry, which I would rather have than ham. It's got beef. That's literally your favorite thing. Well, I'd take the duck, and I would take his pumpkin pie, so I would set up McLean's table. Dang. Gage? So I gotta pick between McLean's table and Jay's Jay, table. Gage has gotta pick between two people that already breaker. said his meal was garbage. He just, they just don't. I don't, I don't think I have a bad meal here. I don't think it's any the, of the ham that hurts you. I think. Yeah, but ham's better than what McLean has going on for yeah, either. I, of hey, I like duck better than ham. I'll tell you why. I disagree. I just think that's you, wrong. You never had duck. I think duck I've is better duck for Thanksgiving before. than you ham. Had duck okay. Anyway, um, I don't think there's a bad meal in any of these three meals, except for yours. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, what I, but are you gonna go with ham and pumpkin pie or turkey and apple pie? I think that's really what it comes down to at the end. It's really no. Just I'm picking. I'm picking pumpkin pie, sirloin, and duck versus <laughs> turkey and apple pie, and I gotta be honest. I'm taking the turkey and apple pie. Hey, we got a winner, boy. Bro, it's just that first pick. It's the turkey, honestly. I took Tom Brady in the draft, hey, man. Next year, we need to take turkey next off year, the board. Next year, turkey's off the board, and we're doing one, two, three, one, two, three. <laughs> we're just not taking main dishes. I'm taking turkey. Well, let's just give everyone the turkey, and we all do sides oh, next okay. year. Okay, yeah. Okay. Because turk was a little too uh, We'll do... We, we need to do separate drafts for a side draft and then a dessert draft. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just happy to be the winner of this year's draft. Okay, which I, I guess means we I already win. established. Well, I guess winning the draft means you also win the game. So. I just no, it's not. It's I lost not. the game just now. Thank you. I lost the game, but your second and third sides are not weighted the Jake, same did as you the game. Having having turkey as your main is worth like having five sides. It's just not the same. It's a, it's a. I will it's say it's OP. Turkey's having, OP. They got turkey's nerf. OP. We're nerfing turkey. Next but honestly, year. so is pumpkin pie. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think what when you really get hey, down to pecan it, pecan pie is more popular in the South. I think mm-hmm. pumpkin pie is more subjective. I think um, when you really weigh who had the best draft, you got to take out the t- first two rounds, right? It's those late round steals. What's well, awesome. Sorry, I'm just saying, like when you're looking at this draft, it's um. It's not who did the best in the first two rounds. It's who who picked the best picks in the last, you know, last couple rounds. Gage, would you like to take the We're NFL Turkey Leg slash Galloping Gobbler Award mm-hmm. quiz? Yes. So, when did they start issuing the Galloping Gobbler? Trophy? I don't know, but no, I'm going to. Own Madden this quiz. started giving out the uh, Turkey Leg. Can one. I buy like a replica of the Galloping Gobbler Trophy? Do you think? What happened to the Turkey Leg I'll Award? I'll Google it, but keep asking me these questions. All right. This Today's quiz of the day, inspired by John Madden, CBS began handing out the Turkey League Award in 1989 to the best player from the annual Thanksgiving primetime game. Uh, and in 2002, it became the Galloping Gobbler Award once Madden's tenure at Fox was finished. I don't know, I like the Turkey League Award better. I understand that, but I also do have a special place in my heart for the Galloping Gobbler. I just like the name. There's a museum somewhere with the Turkey League Award winners, Turkey Bones. In the behind glass cases, anyway. probably in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, perhaps. Yeah. I think it's time to pack in this 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 little segment of Westbrook. Back at you probably later or something. I don't know. Who who knows what happens? I'm right losing. Jake didn't expect me to get that big Jason Garrett pick. By the way, no, you didn't. Didn't, you didn't I, didn't, I didn't expect. But Jake that. was watching the NFL Thanksgiving history. Oh, so he knew earlier. So he knew. He knew. He knew. I know. I, I know. know that you know. I'm not. No. And I'm not telling that dress. Hey, that show's still a banger. It holds up. 
This is the longest we've ever had Gage on Westbrook. I'm going to cut it down, though, so it doesn't count. Mame. Asterisk. Get a real gauge on your podcast. You do have to count out that one time, or cut out that one time McLean said the slur. Did he say a slur, McLean? I was talking about the great Negro pitcher, Sandra Page. (laughs) You're forgiven. Familiar highways, line with leaves turn brown. Make him my way back into my hometown. Funny how this all looks different, but it feels the same. Like how life never stops changing, but some things never change. So fill your plate and fill your drink and fill this house with family. The kind of love that all these years can't wash away. Cause the older that I get, I see the life is short and bittersweet. Thank God for this Thanksgiving day.